after a break of several weeks and in fact in our situation it has been quite a number of weeks that we have not had any program since Ramadan so there's been a long uh, break in between of the program so now that we are recommencing so we are recommencing with a reminder about the reminder. The reminder about the reminder simply means that the purpose of this program that we have and similarly all the other programs of the madrasa, this is primarily a reminder. Especially this program, there will be more often than not, the same things that we have heard previously. So it's all about a reminder. And this reminder, as we have reminded ourselves previously, is very necessary. So we have to still keep reminding ourselves about the importance of this reminder. Might be sounding like we're going in some riddles, but this is the message in any case. That this was set deep down in our hearts, that we need this reminder. The example of these reminders, all the reminders of deen, whether it is something that happens in madrasa, whether something that we are hearing sometimes through the receivers, the bayans and talks of the ulama-i kiram in the masajid, or any other authentic person that is discussing something and we are listening to it on a CD or whatever, so, those authentic discussions of deen, these are all reminders, and the Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, remind, for verily a reminder benefits the believers. Now what is the example of this reminder? This reminder is like the rain waters that come from the skies, from the heavens, the rains that come down onto the earth. So if this rain does not come, what will be the outcome? What will happen? If there is no rain for an extended period of time, there will be a drought. And when there is a drought, then the rain, due to the rain not coming, the water becomes extremely scarce, the water becomes scarce, the ground becomes very dry and parched. Things start drying up, the vegetation, the crops, nothing grows. When things don't grow, then the animals that feed off the vegetation, they start dying off. So now there is nothing growing in terms of food and the livestock that was feeding off the ground that has nothing to eat now, so that starts dying off, 
in large numbers, these things happen in drought-stricken countries, large numbers, animals start dying off. Now, can you imagine the scene that if the food stops growing from the ground, one is there's no water, already there's no water, that's a major problem. Water becomes very scarce, and then after extended period of time, the boreholes and the wells also start drying up, because the water now is, there's no more rain, there's no more water soaking up into the ground, so then all this starts drying up, and it becomes a very, very difficult situation. So the drinking water becomes a problem, water for washing becomes a problem, water for all the basic necessities of life, and it becomes a very big challenge. And then the food, now what a difficult situation. All the crops die off, what comes in its place is some thorny weeds start growing in the dry land. So this is the end result of a drought. When there is no rain, this is the end result. Allah Ta'ala protect us from all kinds of hardships and difficulties. So in any case, when the rain comes, then the vegetation grows, <clears throat> the crops come up, the fruit come onto the trees, and when the vegetation is now lush, the animals have a lot to eat, the animals thrive, and as a result, all this benefit now passes on. Then the humans now take all that benefit from all these things. So this is the example that we need to bear in mind in terms of our spiritual selves. Just as the ground requires the rain, the ground of our hearts, this is the spiritual ground. The spiritual ground of our hearts also requires rain. What is the rain? The rain is the benefit that Allah Ta'ala has descended for us through wahi, through revelation upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that is the Quran Sharif, and then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was inspired with the ahadith, this came also from Allah Ta'ala, he didn't speak of his own accord, whatever he spoke was by wahi, but by inspiration. <clears throat> One is the wahi, which came in the form of the Quran Sharif, which is wahi matlu, the wahi that is recited in salah, and the other is the wahi that was inspired directly on the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which then came through in the form of the ahadith. So in any case, this is that rain. This is the spiritual rain. And then the explanations of that by our ulama kiram, our mashayikh, the pious predecessors, and all the lessons that have been passed on to us, which are the lessons and the explanations and the details that are there in the Qur'an Sharif and in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa this is the rain. This is the rain for our hearts. Now if this rain stops coming, there is no rain of the spiritual nature over a period of time. The heart starts drying up. It's not a matter of that last year it rained and last year it rained so now forever will carry on being able to benefit from last year's rain, even if it did not rain this year. If last year it rained, the ground soaked up all the rain, the vegetation came, etc. But that was last year. If this year the rain doesn't come, there will be a drought. So the same rain, the rain hasn't changed. The rain is the same water. 
the rain is still colorless, it's still odorless, it's still tasteless. It's the same water. It's that pure water that comes down from the heavens, but it's the same water. It's not that the water now has been, because now it's the 20th century, so now the 20th century needs some other kind of water, a little bit more fancy. Water must now have some kind of flashing lights in it when it's coming down, otherwise the ground won't absorb it. The ground says that I'm not feeling very uh, entertained by this rain that is coming anymore, I'm not going to absorb it. No, the rain is the same rain. That pure water, which is tasteless, colorless, odorless, it comes down and the ground absorbs it and the ground gives off then the vegetation, the crops. So the rain is the same, but the benefit is new. So likewise, the hearts, some message, some nasihat, some advice, which we heard some time ago, so the heart took it, but then the same advice the heart will need again, because it's, it's the rain water that the heart, heart needs. This is the spiritual rain. So that nasihat was given last time, that a person must be punctual with this. Some nasihat. If the intention is that I got no option but to listen, I have to be just sitting here now. So I am forced to listen and I will just have to go through the motions. That too is not entirely without benefit, but we've deprived ourselves of a lot by having that kind of attitude, that kind of manner of listening to a talk of deen, that well, I got no option, so I might as well now just listen now. Somebody might think, I got no option, I have to be here, let's see if I can duck and dive and do something else also. That's completely gone. So the first thing is the intention, the intention should be that I want to benefit. I want to take the maximum good out of this. And Allah Ta'ala make it a means of my Islah and reformation. So I'm listening for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala and I'm listening with the niyat of my Islah that this must become a means of my rectification. Something somewhere would strike and maybe it might inspire me to now become more conscious of my Salah or to improve my Akhlaq or to stop a certain sin, whatever it might be. But if we have that niyat, we will take something along. So the very important aspect is the niyat. Innamal a'malu bin niyat. In the hadith, Nabi Islam says that the actions are according to the intentions. One is that if the action is done with sincerity, then it will be accepted. And if it is done for some ulterior purpose, then it will be rejected. But together with that, the other part of this hadith sharif, what it implies for us is, that according to what, what we have intended, that's what we'll get. The person only intended sawab, so inshallah they'll get the sawab, but they also intended to achieve their islah and reformation. And that is a separate benefit that will come out of that same talk, that same discussion, that same talim. But the benefit will come because of the intention that we made. So that intention must be done very consciously. Before the program that we are going to be listening to, before that nasihat we are going to be hearing, before the talim, in our hearts, make this near consciously. Ya Allah, make this a means of my islah. Make it a means of my reformation. Make it a turning point in my life. 
we don't know which line might strike our hearts and it might just make everything so beneficial for us. So that's the first aspect. Together with the intention being rectified and refreshed, the second thing we should do is, even sometimes it's just we got one minute to do it. We got two minutes to do it, all the better. We got a little bit more time, even better. But we have only one minute to do it, then to we do it. And that is to make istighfar. Even for that one minute. Istighfar. Ya Allah, I'm making toba, I'm making istighfar. Ya Allah, you forgive me. By making istighfar, we are removing the obstacles that are blocking the heart from receiving that spiritual rain. So this istighfar, very important, extremely important. So we need to spend some time in that istighfar. Even if it's, as I said, one minute. But that one minute also will bring benefit, great benefit. So one is the niyat, that we rectify the intention, and we refresh that intention. And the second thing is, some istighfar. Then together with that, one must listen with azmat. Third thing is azmat. What is azmat? That the greatness of that nasihat is in the heart. That this is not a plaything. It's not something that's just by the way and uh, don't bother about it or like a pastime or something. No, no. This is a very great thing. It's the Quran Sharif, the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu sallam, and the explanation of this. So it's a very great thing. So like a person, for example, just to understand it, one is somebody who is walking on the street, we don't know who he is, some street sweeper maybe, and he wants to tell us something. So now we just, while in, some people won't even stop to hear, while just walking, and they'll say, what's the problem, and they'll carry on. They won't even listen carefully. Or if they listen to, it'll be like, okay, what do you want to say? Some beggar came to the door and he wants to say something. He wants to ask something. He wants to say something. So he listen like, without any real care, without any concern. Okay, what he wants to say now? He's probably going to ask for something else. No care. But suddenly, somebody who we have great respect for, unfortunately nowadays to say, our parent called us, that should be the ideal example. That our parent, our mother, our father, somebody called us and they want to say something. Then we would listen with full respect. That should have been the best example to give. Because that is an extremely essential thing in the life of a person that they have complete adab and respect for their parents. But unfortunately nowadays, that's a very difficult example to give. Because many go completely against that principle. When the parent calls also, they pay no attention. The parent is saying something, they will give their own uh, response to it. And they will have their own version of what they want to say. They will reject it. They will raise their voices above the voices of their parents. All these are severe acts of disrespect. So to give that kind of example just in general, it might not even strike a, a, a chord with anybody or many people because they say what you mean that your parent will call you you listen with respect I don't ever listen with respect Billah. so any case we just broadening the example and saying that if somebody 
has called us, somebody wants to say something to us who we have tremendous respect for. Now the person, whoever he is, or she is, but we have a very high regard, and the person has said, I want to tell you something, how will we listen then? Or just make it even one step, the president has called somebody, I have to tell you something, how will listen? Now why? Because we have some greatness of that person in the heart, whereas that person too is an insan like us. But now his position has made it something important for us. So now we listen very differently. You know, going to listen like how you listen to that person on the street. Person is taking an examination, a very important examination, and his whole career depends on passing that examination. And now the examiner is saying something to him. It's an oral examination. The examiner is explaining something and then he's going to be asking a question on that. How he listen? Now he listen with utmost attention, listen with a lot of respect, because his whole career depends on passing this exam. So now he's got that azmat of that career. So that is making him listen with complete respect and attention and whatever else. So likewise, the kalam of Allah Ta'ala, the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the explanations of the Sahaba, the Tabi'een, the Ulama of the Ummad, the Fuqaha of the Ummad, the Muhaddisin, all the great personalities of the time, this is all is what is being expressed and explained. We must have the azmat of this, that this is a talk of deen. This is not just a playtime, it's not just a pastime, it's something extremely important for me. So to the extent that this azmat is in the heart, to that extent this ground will absorb that rain. Now, that heart, that land, <coughs> after it's ploughed, etc., they put a lot of, sometimes, fertilizer on that land. Now, that land really sprouts up. The vegetation, etc., really sprouts up out of that land. Why this fertilizer? To the extent that there is this azmat and adab, this greatness of what is being discussed is in the heart, and this adab is there, to that extent there will be this fertilizer on the hearts of, on the lands of our heart. Now it will truly absorb and it will take tremendous, that that benefit will come. So to the extent that we have cleared the land, we have made the right intention, we have refreshed the right inten- the intention, together with that we made some istighfar and also now the azmat of this, we have to talk ourselves into that. We have to consciously bring it in that this is going to be a talk of deen it's going to be nasihat of deen this is not a pastime this is not a playtime it's a very important aspect and I should open my heart out to it so that I take the full benefit now when we will do that then inshallah we will see what a difference this will make one is a person listens and listens sometimes hours and hours people are listening to all things whatever but the benefit is so minimal because the intention is not there, whatever. But a person listens with these adabs and etiquettes, then even a little goes a long way. A little also brings a tremendous benefit. So we need to bring all this consciously to our mind, that I am going to listen with a lot of azmat, the greatness of this must be in my heart, and the adab, the respect, to the extent that there will be respect when we are listening to the talks of deen, to that extent also we will benefit. Now somebody is listening to a talk of deen, 
leaning against one wall. Now one is out of necessity, a person is ill, person is old, that's a different matter. But without any need now, the person leaning against a wall, legs stretched out, and in a very casual manner, people are listening to this, that, what benefit is going to come if there's no adab? To the extent that there is adab, there will be benefit. So we need to inculcate this adab as well. And when we will inculcate this adab, we will find this tremendous benefit coming through. So, these are some of the etiquettes. There are many other things. Inshallah, in the coming weeks, we'll try and touch on some of these things. But this much too is a very important part. This much too will bring a lot for us. We rectify the intention. Together with rectifying the intentions, istighfar and azmat, listening with the greatness of the talks of deen in our hearts. And this is the talks of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa and then together with that, this adab, we're listening with etiquette, we're listening with adab, then a person listens to a little also, that little will take him a far way ahead. So may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq, that we give due importance to all these nasihats that take place, whether it is this program, whether it is the nasihats that happen in the classroom, <coughs> whether it is the talim that takes place, and we should be taking place in our homes, and all the other nasihat that comes from time to time, we give it the due importance and we listen with the intention of our Islam and reformation and inshallah we'll find the tremendous benefit that will come. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq and make us among his two servants. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahluh. اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير واجعل عواقب أمورنا بالخير بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله رب العالمين